All right, check in on the mic. One, two, one, two, one. Two, one. Two, one. Two, one. So whoop. So whoop. So whoop. All right, so uh, just for everyone that needs to ever know this, whenever I was in seventh, eighth grade, aka middle school, I had this friend, Christian Rupwa. Big Roop. Big Roop. Big Roop. And uh, he thought it was funny to teach me gang signs and uh, sayings. So, so is something that the blood say. Oh, no. And uh, so that is your Married with Malice Ears tip of the day. Do not say this around anyone that you might think might be gang affiliated. Don't. Just don't do it. That's our, that's our special tip for you. So whoop. So whoop. Upon a star for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world under the sea of bare necessities. You've got a friend of me, cause I'm fun and fancy free. With you on my arm, people won't know what to do. Say, I wanna be like you, bibbity bobbity boo, like Woody and Jesse and Toy Story 2. Girl, I have your name written on the bottom of my shoe. Hello, and welcome to episode 67 of Mirror with Mouse Ears. I am one of your hosts, Michael Agnew. I'm your other host, Sarah Agnew. And we are back, everybody. Two days to go until our long-awaited spring break vacation. Since we've been waiting since November. Since November. It's been so long. For our next trip. Four whole months, y'all. So we are a couple from Dallas, Texas, who loves all things Disney, pop culture, and eating food. And having fun. I feel like every episode in your intro of us, it involves some form of food. Sure, why not? Because, I mean, we don't really like talk about it. We talk about some on the podcast, like favorite snacks and stuff, but sure, it is an integral part of being us. So we drink coffee and we eat snacks. Yes. And we eat food. Every single night, we put Theo down to bed and I list off Zara some options of what our uh, nightly snack will be. Whether that's cereal or ice cream or chips and popcorn, salsa. chips and salsa. That's kind of like our regular rotation of I have recently options. started getting into uh, like hard shell peanuts and just cracking lots of peanuts. This is true. Making large messes, but they're actually like pretty cheap. So uh, that's been my go-to recently. Not that any of, of y'all care about our snack habits. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. All right, before we get into today's topic, we have a fan shout-out. Yeah, we do. Fan shout-out. So the shout-out for this podcast episode actually comes straight from the iTunes Apple Podcast Review. Those are rare and far between. Yes, we are actually, while we are, we'll be doing our Disney spring break trip, we, for the first time ever, will be doing a giveaway We're going to look for something really fun, some merchandise. Maybe we'll do some like Instagram stories, like vote on these options, like poll, like would you rather get this orange bird cup or this Mickey Minnie railway thing? Would you rather get this or this? I'm hoping it's something for Mickey and Minnie's railway. I don't know. We'll have to look at all of the merchandise, survey the options and see. But yes, we're excited to do a giveaway. We have been... Amassing some more followers recently. Um, we want to kind of keep this thing going. We love podcasting for you guys. So we wanted to um, reward you with a fun little Disney prize. And basically the way to do this giveaway is we are going to have everybody, you have to submit an iTunes review, take a screenshot, and post it on your Instagram story. Or you could make a, a post if you really, really love us as as long as you tag us in that. 
That's all that really matters. Exactly. Um, but more info, just check us out on, on Instagram or on Facebook next week to get the full scoop on that. We'll be uh, in the parks next week. Follow along on all our fun adventures. Please do. Please come find us. I'm sure that there will be some of you um, that will be in the parks during this time. Probably. But fan shout out for this week is... Tom and Michelle from the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Very cool. Another Disney podcast. We, since we have been back on the grind, we've just been, I feel like, discovering more podcasts and like yeah. following, interacting with more podcasts, which is really fun. Um, I love it because, I mean, that's one of my hobbies is just to listen to Disney podcasts oh, in facts. the car. 100%. So, yes. So, um, the review says, this is an excellent Disney podcast. Michael and Zara are a terrific couple who love all things Disney, and it shows in every episode. That's so nice. Join them for entertaining and informative discussions about all sorts of topics. You won't be sorry. Tom and Michelle from the Hi- Hyperion Adventures podcast. What a very nice review. And that's making me like feel like I should like go review some more podcasts. Maybe. They, I'm looking at their um, Instagram for their podcast. Yes. And they say, if it's hashtag Disney, we talk about it on our Disney podcast. Oh. And they have a link to t-shirts. They're legit. What? They have have t-shirts. They do. And they are currently, as of two hours ago, on board a Disney cruise, the Disney Wonder, going to the Panama Canal. Oh, he has a shirt. So so their shirts say, real men love Frozen. Mm Mm-hmm. Dang it. I know. Good job, y'all. It's pretty cute. Do, would you wear that shirt? Do you love Frozen? I feel um, like you don't love it enough. I don't think I love it enough. If, to get a shirt. If I had a, a daughter, because honestly, I've seen yes. Frozen like eight times, yes. like which is like a, a, good, a amount good amount for like a 28-year-old man. Yeah. Not necessarily someone that would say, I love Frozen with my whole heart. Right. I would expect that person to have at least seen the movie 20 times. Right, right, right. So Hyperion Adventures, I feel like, is there, there has to be a Disney song, something with adventure. Adventure is out there. Ooh, that's like a a phrase from Up. Adventure is out there. Really? Yes. You are right. There was a time that I was looking at getting a Disney tattoo sleeve, and I looked at getting the Up House with the balloons. You with, crazy. With like the phrase "Adventure is is out there." You're still never gonna get a Disney tattoo. No, I talk. I think and I talk a lot about it, but I never will. Not gonna happen. Okay, no. so adventure is out there. Um, also, in up the big, like hot air balloon. Yes, that they have all those dogs in. It's called the Spirit of Adventure. Oh, the Spirit of Adventure. Yes. Okay. So I like that nickname. Okay. Because it seems like they're going on lots of adventures. They're on a Disney cruise right now. They're going on adventures. Oh my, they do it all. I actually looked on their website earlier, and it said that they are annual pass holders for Disney World and Disneyland. Ah, coast to coast. They go coast to coast, so they really do live adventurously. Big ballin'. Yeah. All right, Spirit of Adventure, Tom and Michelle. Welcome to the Mayor with Mousers family. Thank you so much for leaving a review. I've actually been listening to your podcast a little bit, so that is... Good job. Maybe I'll review it someday. But yes, thank you, and welcome to the Married with Mouthers family. All right. Well, now it is time to get into the topic for today. Um, we are planning our Disney World spring break trip, and there's a lot of just upcoming things that in our preparation, like news things that we have been talking about. So this is episode is going to be more about Disney news. So what, whether that is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Rail Railway, uh, whether that is okay, don't uh, spoil it all. Rip to Bob Iger. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I, I, we, we got a, a lot of stuff. 
I'm so excited. We we haven't done. I a know. I actually news episode. That's in what forever. I was going to say. We just I just looked, and it's been since episode 44, September of 2018. Since what? we have done, since we did a Disney news episode. Well, you said one time that our listeners didn't love I it will as say much. That our lowest downloaded ones are the news. I think that there are other podcasts that do just yeah. They obviously do news better than us. Yeah, podcasts we, that, that all that they do is news. Normally, our we're more is like topic random driven. funny things. Yeah, topics like lists like um talking about just random disney stuff that we like but yeah so we don't i agree we're not like the most newsy we well, don't, yeah, we don't have like the inside scoop well yeah because we don't have annual passes for for disney world exactly. and disneyland like, but i feel obviously. like there's just so much to talk about right now um that it is a good time to circle back to like a news episode we haven't done it in so long all right so what do you want to start off with first? Well, let's talk about Bob Iger. This is like a big deal. The okay. News broke this week, I think on Tuesday, um, that effective immediately, immediately, Bob Iger is stepping down from his role as CEO and Bob Chapek Shocked. is coming into his role. Very shocking. I am shocking. especially shocked because one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, which is why I don't necessarily have time to listen to the Hyperion Adventures podcast, is because Bill Simmons mm. does two weekly podcasts mm-hmm. that, that, that are two hours long each. Oh, that's a long and time. And yeah, I don't have. And you're not in the car very much for yeah. extra stuff. Uh, but he actually did a sit down interview with Bob Iger, and literally recently, a, right? Yes, like a, yes, like I was listening to it. Yeah. And a week later, maybe maybe Max, two weeks later, yeah. Um, rip to to Bob Iger. Um, not that he is gone from the company. Not that he's dead either. Yeah, not that he's dead. Not that he is ac- actually gone. He is just stepping down to be the chair of the board and to focus more on creative mm-hmm. um, endeavors, kind of yes. like leading the company in that way. Because this other Bob, why are they both Bob named Bob? J-Pet. They're both named Bob. Bob C. Like, who names their kid Robert nowadays? My well, brother's I- name is Robert. Wait, what? I thought Drew's name is Robert. His name is Robert Andrew, and he goes by Drew. Zara, I'm shook right now. Oh, my Lord. I did not think that. I I don't think I knew that. Well, surprise. I've known you for 10, ten years. years. Wow. Anyway. Drew, I apologize. Not that you will ever listen to this podcast. I haven't read a lot. Like, I feel like I should have delved deeper into the comments on the different, like, page announcements, like on Chip and Co and stuff. But yeah, one yeah, podcast yeah. we were listening to today about this topic was saying how upset they were that Bob Chapek was taking over. Well, um, so there has been, okay. So, so there it's are kind of divisive. A, like a it's lot of people, yeah. So, are unhappy. so Bob Chapek has been leading um, the Disney parks and merchandise. He's and, been on and the merchandising strategy. recently, like the past year and a half or, or so, combined under one umbrella. That, mm-hmm. it, that I believe it used to be parks and merchandise were two separate things. And now they are the same thing. And so because of that, he's cut a lot of corners and just done things um, kind of like fo- focusing on um, like putting more IP into the parks or taking away the street performers or just more like the paid random, extras, yeah. things that you have to pay extra money for or whatever. So it sounds like people yeah, are just worried about what he's going to do, how he's going to run as CEO. But I mean... Obviously, Bob Iger's still on the board, yeah. um, so that is good. But So there are two separate things that I want to speak on. Okay. All right. One is Bob Iger may be one of the most influential genius leader people of like 
my generation how of long, like I don't know I how mean, long like, he's of, like, been of like my lifetime in this role. But Disney, I read somewhere, yeah, in one of the articles that they've only had like six CEOs since yeah. like Walt Disney, basically. Yeah. So I think it's been a while. I watched the Imagineering it's a, it's at show. Least, it's and I, I can't remember. Years. Yeah, it's been so so much has happened. Boom! A quick Google search. Yes, he has been around as the CEO of Disney for fifteen years. Oh, great! Shout out to me. Good job. Um, also, a quick couple of of things about Bob Iger. Uh, he has made six hundred and ninety million dollars. As sounds like a lot. Okay, so one of the crazy things from this Bill Simmons podcast that I was I was listening to was Bill Simmons is known for like just being very conversational, but then asking big questions like during his interviews. And he asked Bob Iger, "What is more likely that he?" owns an NBA team one day Mm -hmm. where he runs for president one day. And Bob Iger, who never is like caught off guard, was slightly caught off guard on this question, did like a nervous chuckle. Um, And so Bob Iger loves sports. He was, he, he was like really high up and, and, and involved in ESPN. Which is still part of the Disney family or whatever. So yeah. Um, And so just that it blew my mind that obviously with uh, the celebrity Donald Trump, and all that he had, Bob Iger could be like the, um, could yeah. like be this like per this like influential cultural figure rather than like necessarily a politician. Mm-hmm. And that would be nuts if Bob Iger ran Disney and then he ran the country. Hey, it's a good stepping stone because Disney's such a humongous yeah. corporation. But didn't you say there there was a book you were interested in reading? Well, yeah. So he wrote a book on leadership. Mm. Um, it's like two hundred pages. It's like a pretty like short book, but I hear that it's great. Mm. Um, which is why he was doing mm-hmm. that interview, like mm-hmm. with like with Bill Simmons. But like Bill Simmons knows Bob Iger because he used to work for ESPN, right? Um, but it's very very interesting because in the last fifteen years, I wouldn't say that the Disney parks are what has like risen like a whole huge level that like well what about star wars land coast to coast but disney as a company that bob Iger was a part of disney plus buying star wars of buying marvel Marvel. of buying um pixar that like a lot of big changes yeah that basically bob Iger's lane was doing really huge purchases Mm -hmm. to then make disney into this like huge mega yeah Correct. Yeah. And so now he is able to step down from like the head day today role, focus on the creative stuff. So Which this is, is me, very interesting. Like, so I did a I did like a leadership strengths finder recently. Yes. One one of my top five strengths is optimism. I am an optimistic person just by just naturally by by heart. And um, so what if I know people hate Bob Chapek. Mm-hmm. I know that they think he's just like a penny pincher businessman. Mm-hmm. But but like Bob Iger was never someone that had the parks as his number one necessary goal. Like his goal was on buying bigger things. Mm-hmm. So now we have Bob Chapek, who was in charge of was in charge of the parks, and now maybe his efforts go into hey, like Bob Iger purchased these big things. Now let's make these let's like focus back on to the parks. I mean, I think already we're seeing obviously more growth in the parks with ties to IP and ties to Disney movies and properties and characters. Um, maybe the trend will just continue in that direction um, going forward. I know 
something that's really big that's going to happen in the next year underneath him is like the big Epcot refurb um, with some really big changes in that park. Uh, so we will see where that goes, what characters he welcomes into Epcot. I don't know. It could be. Maybe it's not all bad. I don't know. So now Bob Chapek gets to lead Disney World, yeah, into this big 50th anniversary. Uh, he gets to put a stamp on, yeah, like this Epcot stuff. Instead of really thinking that he's going to cut corners, this is like his chance to be like, hey, I run this place. This is his first big thing to like make his mark. To your point of, there have only been six or, or seven presidents uh, and CEOs, CEOs yeah. of the Disney Corporation. Um, if Chapek is to be here long term, he needs this to go really, really well. Speaking about the Epcot refurb, uh, Zara, do you have... So Zara did, did a, a lot of the research for us on this... Uh, eh, some. Yeah. But yes, I have some info. Like, well, we listened to one of the Lynn Test uh, podcasts a couple weeks back, and he was just talking about his recent experiences in Epcot and his trip there. And it just sounds like so many, like, construction walls are up. So much is closed down right now. The electric umbrella is closed. Um, the, like, Big Mouse Gear store is closed. Epcot, like, character meet and greet spot. Um, so there's just a lot of walls and construction going on right around Spaceship Earth. It's kind of convoluted to uh, try to get to Norway and stuff. We'll, we'll be there in, like, two, three days. So we will be able to kind of speak to this very we soon. We can document it. We can. Um, it's going to be kind of annoying, like, getting around the construction walls. Hopefully it'll still just be, like, a really good experience and we'll enjoy the Flower and Garden Festival and everything. Um, but another thing is that Spaceship Earth, um, like, we posted about it a couple of days ago. Um, we'll have to write it again for, like, our last couple of times because it is going to be down for refurbishment, um, closing on May 26th. And who knows? It sounds like it's going to be kind of an extensive refurb um, with redoing some of the scenes, uh, the voice audio. There's going to be like a whole new storyline uh, tying together what Spaceship Earth is. So it's going to be pretty different. So it might be closed for a while. So I'm glad we're going to be able to get to experience it again before it goes down for refurb. So I heard that they're actually going to change the name or not really, I guess, change it. Disney does love their colons, just like adding colons on different things. Um, so this one being Spaceship Earth colon, our shared story. So focusing, yeah, obviously on like the narration story of of that. Um, they will be tweaking a lot of existing scenes in there. There's this new like rendering of what the Egypt scene is going to look like. It honestly looks pretty sweet, but we are not a video podcast. So you just have to like use your imagination for what that is. Um, but yeah, there will be a new narrator, um, some new scenes. I'm very excited for what this could be. I won't lie. Sometimes this ride can be a good nap ride. I can be. And I know that there are the Disney purist classics out there. I'm not saying just put um, this, make this be a Mickey and friends ride. I'm not saying put IP in there, but I wouldn't mind. Yes. Yeah, some little extra uh, pizzazz to it. Jazz Mraz. So that is one thing of Epcot. The next thing that I believe is added right now is the story of Coco is returning 
to the Mexico Pavilion. Yeah, I don't know if this is just part of the Flower and Garden Festival, which we'll talk about um, a little bit. But yes, I think it's like the mariachi band yeah. that plays in front of Mexico Pavilion. And there's like a Coco puppet. There's like a Miguel puppet. So yeah, it sounds like they'll be doing like the story. I don't know how this works, how they're going to do the story of Coco. Maybe we should check it out while we're there. It sounds kind of fun and interesting. Theo just saw Coco for the first time, and he loved it. He honestly did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like colorful. It's fun. The music is great. So this could be definitely something we try to check out. All right. Do you have any new updates or any news updates on Epcot things? Well, Flower and Garden Festival, like I said, opened this past week. Um, There's a new booth at America. Okay. Because normally they have that like barbecue booth. And since... um, Is that the one that has the shrimp and grits? Um, I don't or know. If, I different? don't think that that's there. This okay. usually has like the burnt ends slider. Ah, yes. That okay. we we have gotten several times. Um, but with the opening of the Regal Eagle Barbecue Steakhouse, I guess they felt like that was kind of redundant having like two barbecue Smokehouse, but yes, yes, same, yes. So the new booth that's going to be there is called Magnolia Terrace Outdoor Kitchen, Ooh. and it is like Southern food, so Southern seafood boil. Is one of the things Sounds they have. lovely. I know. That seemed like something you would like, like corn, potatoes, like seafood, shrimp. Um, they have boudin. Homemade, oh, my goodness. Homemade boudin. I'm going to just go buy everything on this menu. I've never had boudin, um, but I know you living in Houston, that's like. Yeah, Houston weirdly has like some like Cajun yeah, flavoring to it. So that's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. like magnolia. This seems kind of like southern Louisiana yeah. cooking. Um, so boudin like two ways, like one's like a meatball and one's like something else. I'm not really sure. Okay. Um, and then they also have like the pecan, um, praline or a pecan cake. So it's like Southern cooking. Love it. So it could be worth checking out. Um, there is also something I want to see this year, a cute new Remy topiary. Okay. Um, I, it's I, one of like the main um, topiaries in the festival. The this older year. I'm getting, the more I like the topiaries. They're so cute for pictures. They are. They are. I love them. But yep. And then a lot of the same foods are returning from the festival last year. We always like the um, Desert Violet Lemonade, is like a really good one. Um, we've tried a lot of things like the pineapple hot dog. Um, like my grandmother really likes the shrimp and grits as like a really popular one. Um, like a watermelon slushy cheesecake. There's so many different treats, but I know there's some other new things we need to try as well. All right. Well, I have a ton of stuff for Hollywood Studios. Let's talk about that. All right. So in our preparation for our trip. There has been so much dialogue about the rise of the resistance. How do we get onto a it's boarding group? It's just like group? the most what stressful do do? thing to think about because this is like a totally new like way of riding rides for Disney. Like they've never done this before. These like online boarding groups. Like I know maybe at like Universal Studios or something like this is something that yeah. they've done. But yeah. for Disney, this is like a new way of doing things. And from all of my reading reports, after five minutes of the park being open, the boarding groups are all taken or the actual boarding groups. Then there are, um, there's like secondary boarding groups uh, that can go on for that whole first hour, but odds of you even make, so it's like a wait list. Um, I mean, we only normally spend one day at Hollywood Studios. We only have one reservation there, like, for lunch right now. 
So I know that's going to be the main day that we're going to be trying to get a boarding group. And if it doesn't work out for us, then gosh, we're going to have to go back there another morning and try again. And that's kind of going to throw things throw things out of the loop for Especially us. Especially with a small baby. I'm really hoping that the day that we go to Hollywood Studios that we will be able to get onto a boarding group. So here are what I have done in my internet sleuthing research. One big tip, supposedly, is that... There are people who like their whole job is just going to rise to Hollywood Studios every morning and testing this out. But it's mm-hmm. faster yeah. to use the Disney Wi-Fi mm-hmm. than using your own network. So mm-hmm. making sure, which sounded counterintuitive to me because I just would have thought, hey, like thousands of people are on the, the same Wi-Fi. Get off the Wi-Fi. Yeah. They do say go as far into the park as you can. That if you're all just huddled up because around. Because the park opens at a certain time, but they allow you to like go through security, blah, blah, yeah. blah. They allow you to the like. The turnstiles open. They go, they allow you to go like down the main road a little bit. They don't allow you to like go all throughout the park, but they um, allow you to go into the park and then they kind of like, they say the park is open and then you can like go ride rides or whatever. Correct. So next step, you should not just book your boarding pass individually. So me and you were asking that. This is, this is the part that I'm confused about. Yeah, so what we want is, let's say, me, you, and Hunter. That's what it's going to be. Okay, yeah. and maybe Jenny, maybe your mom. We'll see, we'll see. But for sure, us, us three, we go and we all individually, so we don't want to rely on, on, on just one person. So you click on your My Disney Experience app, and then whenever the parks open on... On your app, it'll say join a boarding group. Mm-hmm. And so you want to click that button. and All three of us have to click all it. All three of us. Well, just so that we, we can see like who goes first. And you want to add everyone that is in your party into this. So we need to triple check that we have rights to Hunter's profile. So right. like if I am. That we're all connected. Yes, because I know that I am connected to yours and your mom's, but am I connected to Hunter's? I, right. I hope so. So sadly, you have to actually do scan your magic band and do your fingerprint upon entering the park. Mm-hmm. So we cannot just take Mima and Pop's magic band. They have to physically be in the park. Right. Um, another random thing upon w- one of my questions is, can you check in and then park hop and go to a different park once you have your boarding group? Yes, you can. Okay. You Even have, if we wanted to go back to the hotel or something. Yes. Or. So on your My Disney Experience app, it'll, whether it notifies you, like you can set up notifications mm-hmm. or it'll just come to your home screen. I you, think it says like, hey, your boarding group is going on in an hour or You something. have like one to two hours yeah. to get back. In, right. Yes, correct. Also, I heard that whenever you get into your boarding group, the wait, as long as like, you know, the ride doesn't break down or anything, should be 30 to 45 minutes. Okay, that so, seems pretty so, reasonable. Yeah, so it's not like you then have to wait two hours. Right. Um, that it is a pretty quick process getting onto the actual ride. Another thing I heard was that once you get your boarding group, they suggest like if you are there in the morning, going ahead and going to one of the other big attractions that you either may or may not have a fast pass for, um, either whether it be like Slinky Dog Dash, if that's something you want to ride, Smuggler's Run, um, hopefully now Minnie and Mickey's um, Runaway rail- Railway, um, we will probably be rope drop running to that after we get a boarding group, I'm guessing. So you just mentioned two rides that I want to 
talk about. One is Smuggler's Run. One is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Which one do you want to talk, talk about first? Mickey Minnie. Okay, so Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opened this week. Yes. So we will be going on the second week of its opening. Crazy. And according to a lot of people, I have been, uh, I just typed in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway on Twitter. People are loving this ride. Yes, I know a lot of people were, were disappointed that um, the great movie ride had to close in order for this new ride to come about. Um, but we were talking about it a little bit this morning in the car, and you're like, man, doesn't make you too sad because. No, unless I was 50 years old, the great movie ride wasn't a movie. It's not super kid friendly. Dedicated to yeah. old movies. Like, I know. Sure, the, the idea. And not all of them were Disney movies either. The idea of the ride was It was great. good. But they just failed I liked to the, update it. I liked the interactive aspect of it with, like, your cast member and, like, the whole Indiana Jones part. And um, But... If you ask anybody under 25 who John Wayne is... I know. I bet that less than 10% can answer is that sad that we are, like, losing that part of history? That that's not, like, memorialized? Well, sure. But that's, like, a cultural thing. That's not necessarily, like... A I'm, Disney thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess so. But... Anyway, so yeah, this is the only ride that currently exists with Mickey Disney's Mouse. Mickey's most iconic mm-hmm. character. And, and the he fact didn't that, have a ride. Yes, that's just crazy. I know, it is crazy. And it is kind of going back to an older, like, stylistic um, rendering of those, like, classic characters with their, like, Mickey Shorts cartoons yeah. that they're doing. Yeah, yeah. The one that um, when you're on the ride, I think it's called, um, like, Picnic Perfect. Um, perfect picnic and goofy is like your train conductor and so you know things are going to get crazy so along with the actual mickey and minnie's runaway railway there is a mickey mouse shorts theater that opened this same time as well yes they have a new short called vacation fun so you just get to watch mickey cartoons i think this is a good thing to do take a little break um not really have to wait in line probably so i know that shorts is short for something is it short for short cartoons short videos short movies i don't know or are we just literally talking about mickey mouse's shorts i we're watching his shorts dry okay i just need to know where my it's eyes a laundry. need to be during the viewing process he has some he usually wears really cute shorts he does that's his look, his signature Mickey look. Well, what I am really excited for this is because after the short, so not only do we get some new Mickey Mouse original content, mm-hmm. there are lots of photo op opportunities. So photo op is obviously short for, for opportunities. opportunities. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I am, am excited for that because really bringing like a 18-month-old, 15-month-old technically what Theo is – uh, it's not like he's going to be raging hard on Space Mountain. What we are mostly excited for are taking adorable pictures of him in this process. Because we have taken so many different outfits on this trip with us, we have to make sure to get pictures of Theo looking his very tippity-toppity best. We have him with Mickey Mouse. We have outfits of Winnie the Pooh. We also have a Star Wars uh, onesie, a rag, what would you call that? Yeah, it's a, it's like a onesie. Yeah, um, where he has some stormtroopers, so it's going to go great whenever we are raging hard on Smuggler's Run in... Uh, I don't think he, he can't ride that, though. Okay, sorry. 
Well, he can at least get some pictures of him yes. in, in front of the Millennium Maybe Falcon. Maybe with a stormtrooper. With a stormtrooper. Yeah. Speaking about Smuggler's Run, though, that was why I, I really wanted to do this transition, was I was reading uh, this Instagram post, or I saw a video on Instagram of someone unlocking Chewy mode on Smuggler's Run. Sounds interesting. The fact that this is like a capability within the ride is seriously crazy. So yeah, like in different video games, there are Easter eggs or like different like cheat hack codes that that like you can do. And like any great Star Wars nerd, I'm guessing that they had to put their own twist on this. So there is a mode where if where instead of the pirate Hondo, like the smuggler guy um, that kind of narrates tells you what to do you you can do a sequence of bush of um button pushing and chewy instead of actually doing the the actual ride you just fly and the chewy yells at you in wookian or kashikian whatever i have to ask nathan or hunter what the it actual language is crazy so we have a fast pass for smugglers run but the rest of <clears throat> of your, your family has not done this ride yet right so obviously we won't do this cheat code on that run but maybe if there's a second time and we are able to get all six people to buy in, we can try it. Maybe. Here, here are the five steps. It seems extremely confusing. So these are at least the steps when you do the steps. Um, it's all up to you. But whenever you get in, do not activate your position right away like like you normally do. Step number two, the light, the right and left pilots need to push their controls to the extreme left, right, or the extreme up, down, depending on their joystick movement. Okay. So that is the first step is do that. After that, the pilots hit the activation button. Then the engineers and um, the gunners need to hit one of the white buttons on their respective consoles before Hitting their activation button. So hit the white button mm -hmm. before you, you hit the activation button. Okay. And then you have, you have to hold the white button and then press activate. Hmm. So that's confusing. So you hold the white button first. And then press activate. And then press activate. Okay. And then the last one. Ensure all of this is done before the cast member checks your seat belts <gasps> and hits their own. So you have to... So, do you have to do all that before the ride even so starts? So as soon as you get onto the ride, you, you do, all, do that stuff. all of this. Then, so you will know that you have entered Chewy mode, mm. basically after or as whenever the cast member comes to check your seatbelts, mm -hmm. that is whenever you will know. So if, mm. the, if the ride starts and you hear Han Hondo. Hondo, you know that you are in for a regular ride. Mm. Sounds complicated. It's all very interesting. All right, well, that is all I have for really the... Uh, Hollywood Studios area of this park. So this weekend, um, Onward also came out. Yes. And we saw some of the merchandise. Uh, we went to the mall and went to the Disney store and looked a little bit at the merchandise. I think the reviews have been good. Really um, good. I also heard, and you heard too, that there is a Simpsons short before this movie. That I did hear. I am. Is it true? It is true. I'm not super excited for it because I'm not like a Simpsons guy. I'm super not excited for it. And, and But I am interested in like, obviously, it's before a, a Disney movie. So it has to be like, it can't be too over the top. But like little kids who are going to see this, they're like, they probably have no idea who the Simpsons are. Like, they're going to be like, what is this? Well, the Simpsons are, are still going on like right now. Yeah, but it's not a kid's show. I feel, I feel like it's just like a missed 
like a not matched market. It's weird because for some people, it is a kid's show. I think it like just depends on. It's not. I don't know. Well, I guess like what your version of of like a kid is like a like eleven or twelve year old, sure. Nick Theo's not watching The Simpsons. I know. I really wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons e- either, so it's not like I'm like a huge Simpsons head. No. Or Stan. No, definitely not. Well, yeah. The onward so far, the uh, critic reviews eighty six percent. Oh, that's good. User reviews ninety seven percent. That's really good. I won't lie. First time I saw the trailer, I was very interested in this movie. Mm-hmm. Second time, you realize that the dad is just a pair of pants, mm-hmm. and they lost me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not in on this movie. Mm-hmm. So I am excited to watch it, and hopefully my expectations get risen. I don't know if the characters are going to be as, like, lovable and memorable as some other movies. Like, I just don't know how this is going to take off and be, like, integrated into normal Disney parks and Disney life. I'm not really sure. I guess we'll have to see what happens there. But anyway, we need to, we haven't seen it yet. We need to see it. I believe that the van that is in Onward mm-hmm. is in the parks, though. So, like, you can get your picture with Maybe the, we should try to look for with it. With the van. So, like, that'll be cool. Something else I saw today on Facebook is that they are going to be making a sequel for Enchanted. What? And it's going to be called Disenchanted. What? So this movie came is out. Is it Disenchanted or Disenchanted? Uh, disenchanted, I think. Um, this Enchanted came out in 2007, starring Amy Adams. We've talked about it before. Um, I actually really like this movie because um, I've just seen it a lot of times, and it has fond memories for me and a good soundtrack. Um, I like the, the songs from it. But I think this had been kind of like talked about for a couple of years, but it just recently got the actual green light that they are for sure going to be making a sequel. So that is kind of fun. And then Hocus Pocus is also getting a sequel. Hocus what Pocus 2. What in the world? Yeah. I think Disenchanted is going to have like, I think the same actors, but are they going to get like the same people for Hocus Pocus There's no two? way. I know. Sarah Jessica Park, like, I don't know. Wow. I don't know, but that is some little tidbits I, I also read today. if those are going to come, like, to, like, the, theater release or if those will be a Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Uh, okay, yeah. I that don't know. That would be interesting. That's a good question. Uh, speaking about interesting, nothing is more interesting than going on what is seemingly a very average Jungle Cruise boat ride. Oh, gosh. And all of a sudden, you are risking your life because your boat is sinking. Oh, no. I don't want no soggy pants, as we talked about. You know, I'm not going on that Cali River Rapids. So I don't spe- want no soggy pants on Speaking about Jungle things Cruise. that we find on Instagram, yes. saw the, a video of this past week, maybe two weeks ago, a boat on the Jungle Cruise started leaking and sinking like it was the Titanic. Oh, my god! And they had to get boats and rescue people. Jump ship, jump ship. Off, off of this boat. The question is, will, is it too soon for the Jungle Cruise skippers to make jokes about a sinking boat? They're probably not allowed to. They're oh, probably man. not allowed to. That's really funny. Um, yeah, there, there's no way. But I'm really hoping no mechanical. Fa- and then there was the people mover crash as well. That was pretty terrifying, though. That happened, like, the next day. Yeah. And so, in general, I think people are like, hey, stop spending money on other things and raising ticket prices when you're not putting the money, investing it back into, like, upkeep and making sure everything's running smoothly. Because those are some of, like, the oldest rides in the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they need to make sure that they're operating, ready for peak, like, spring break capacity. I heard... Carousel of um, Progress, 
the homie's hand fell off. That was a couple weeks ago. That wasn't super recently, but yes, that did happen. That's not good. Not good. Not good. Well, I do think that Disney is investing in the parks. Obviously, with all They're of building their Epcot new stuff. renovation, yeah. uh, they are actually uh, fix making Cinderella's castle look fancy and fixing that up. That's true. Getting ready for the big 50th um, anniversary celebration, uh, getting a new paint job. There's it, to me from looking at the rendering, it looked almost a little bit like Sleeping Beauty Castle. Like it had more pink, a little bit of pink tones in it. There's some gold detailing on it. Uh, I think people were kind of worried that uh, there's going to be big, like, construction. Yeah, like like scaffolding Scaffolding and stuff in front of the castle. And from what I've read, um, I don't think that's going to be the case because that is obviously, like, a main showcase feature. Everyone wants to get a picture in front of the castle when they come to Disney World. So that would really stink if it was... Um, closed up and it, it kind of affected the way you took your pictures. So I don't know how they're going to do this, or if they're going to do it mostly at night or what, uh, but I think it's not going to be totally covered up. Um, but they want to make it look its very best um, for the big celebration next year. I can't believe that the 50th is next year. We have been hearing so much talk about this. It's just wild. So that means that next year, Guardians of the Galaxy... Mm-hmm. Ratatouille, which is coming mm-hmm. out like this summer. Yes. A lot of the Epcot stuff. When is Tron? Is maybe Tron too? Tron, yeah. They're trying to have it all ready for next year. Dude, that's nuts. I want to know what the crowds are going to be like next year. That makes me a little nervous. I want to know, is Meemaw going to want to go once a month? Because if she does, uh, I am all for that. Monthly. Say those, say those Southwest points right now. Yes, facts. Oh my gosh. Or maybe we just live with me, Mom. We just take a year off, live in From Georgia. life. And we can be their chauffeurs. And we'll just drive the van from Georgia to Orlando. Stay with them. This is a great idea. Please pitch it to them this week. Okay, See deal. See what they think. Oh, oh, I will. I I will. Oh On my, my Mount gosh. Rushmore of human beings is Meemaw and Pop. So Definitely. Uh, they so are up there. They are definitely up there. That's really all of the Disney news items that I have. Do you have any extra things? Um, you did mention that there is like a new dining plan package. We never do the dining plan, so I don't know that much about it, but... Um, it's like Dining Pan Plus. It gives you another option um, to do like two table service meals in one day instead of one. Um, I don't know. We don't know that much about like pricing and structure of it because like I said, we're not, we don't do the dining plan ever. Yeah. It, it's basically like this in-between dining plan where they have the quick service dining plan and yep. then they have like the yeah, yeah deluxe or whatever. Yeah. Like the deluxe one, which you get three sit down meals a day. That's like way too intense. Never in so my in life. You could sit down for breakfast, lunch and dinner, or you could have like one signature and one sit down. That's just a, a, a lot of eating. I will say that my Disney trips are uh, catered and, and, focused around eating so i do mm-hmm. love eating that this one you get two sit down meals a day and it's like an extra i don't know like 20 bucks 15 each. or 20 bucks yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um from what the quick service option is yes so if you are someone yeah that wants to do a signature dining and then not really do in anything else or if you just want two sit downs but but you don't really care about the sig that you're dining from mm-hmm. what i've heard pricing wise is actually pretty good 
um, that you can make it work out for you. And obviously the great thing about the dining plan is going into it, you know, like it's already set. You don't have to spend any extra money. You don't have to worry about that. We just mostly go with Mima, who has all of her fancy um, she, you know, annual pass holder discount, table and Wonderland discount. She has her certain discounts. And then we, you know, sometimes we bring some snacks. We do breakfast in yeah. our hotel rooms. We're not big breakfast people. Um, sometimes my family doesn't even leave the hotel room until it's time for lunch. Um, me and Michael obviously aren't going to do that because we want to make the most of every single moment we're at Disney. But, Correct. you know, so breakfast for us is not worth it. And then usually for dinner, we're kind of just like, hey, what? What food booth is nearby? What are we around? It's not some big like dinner thing for us. So we just kind of have a different mindset. All right. Well, that's all that we have for Disney news. Obviously, when next week, whenever or our next podcast trip recap, probably will be the next on our list talking about all the new things we've gotten to experience and just um, more updates about what's going on in the parks and um, trip with a 15 month old. It'll be so exciting. So fun. Well, let's talk about some marriage moment. Marriage moment. So, Zara, we went on a date two nights ago. We did. We saw a movie. It was we, so scary. And it blew my mind because we could have seen on we could have seen onward. I know. It came out Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Or we could have seen the Invisible Man. And you chose the Invisible the Invisible Man. I've seen maybe one or two scary thriller suspense movies with you in a theater in my life. Yes. And I was so excited that you wanted to see this one. Well, it got really good reviews. Um, like, users loved it. And it has Elizabeth Moss. She's from Handmaid's Tale. I like her as an actress. And the premise of it just seemed like, when I saw the trailers, it did seem, like, really scary. Like, really suspenseful. Like, the, the thought of it is really terrifying that your ex-boyfriend who's abusive can become invisible and like terrorize you so like that's so scary and i just i don't know i was in the mood for something different and this just called my name and i went for it and it was really good so was it as scary as you thought it was going to be going in um without giving any like plot stuff away yes i mean there definitely were plot twists to where you didn't see some things coming and I liked that. I liked the kind of jump scares because those always really get me. Um, yeah. And it wasn't like, I liked this because I couldn't see, I can't see scary movies that have to do with like the devil and like Spiritual evil stuff. purge, yeah. scary, like really violent stuff. This didn't have, I mean, it had some violence, but not as much as I think like other scary movies do. Um, so I think this was just like the right mix for me that I could see it. Yeah, there was like two or three jump scares that like legit got me because the, yeah, because this dude is invisible. And And so so, every, you're just tense, like almost the whole movie. Like, yeah. uh, And so there would be some shots where the camera just messes with you for like 10 seconds and they're like, and so you're expecting something and then nothing happens. So then you like get, get your guard down mm -hmm. and then boom, something Something does does happen happen. and it freaks you out. Yes, but great storyline, great acting. Um, it was just an enjoyable, like little, little date night. I recommend it. Yes. All right. You want to do some zero to hero? Zero to hero. Zero to hero. Zero to hero. Just like that. All right, Zara. Do you have any heroes for this week? 
Well, I'll tell you what I have been watching, and I am a little late on the bandwagon on this, too, but I have just started watching Outlander on Netflix. Okay. And it's like a slightly more girly version of Game of Thrones mixed with um, time travel. So it's about this lady who time travels from the 1940s back into Scotland in the 1700s, and... It is a little racy. I will give you that. So I can't recommend this for everybody. You um, mean in the minute I've watched this with you, there was already someone naked. Yes. So I don't recommend it for that reason, but I love a good period piece. Um, I needed something to fill the No More Game of Thrones void. Um, there's not as much violence, I feel like, in this one as Game of Thrones. Um but I've been enjoying it so far. I like learning about Scotland. That's pretty cool. Okay. It's very um, Merida and Brave-esque. I like how you watch TV shows and you like learn things from them. Meanwhile, I'm just like watching pointless things and I learn nothing from anything. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, yes. I'm broadening my horizons you and are. my mind. You are. Doing what I do. But this is based on a book series. Um, I'm on the wait list at the library to read this book um i think it could be interesting to see like how they compare but there's like a lot of books so they're in this this um tv series is in their fifth season right now on stars but i think just the first three series seasons are on netflix okay it's interesting that there is a stars show that's just on netflix for free to watch normally stars well it's not for free well yeah but just is on netflix normally stars shows like don't do that you have to have a star subscription to be able to watch it. I guess so. It's all very interesting. I haven't really been watching any Disney Plus shows recently. We've just been watching all our favorite movies and cartoons, getting ready for our trip. Um, I checked out the Tangled cartoon the other morning, and I actually enjoyed it. It was, it was better was, than expected. It was actually really good. Yeah. All right. Well, my hero for this week, slightly different, slightly self-promoting, but hey, whatever. So I do poetry and kind of like I attempt to rap, but I like do poetry stuff. In this past year, I actually joined a group that's called Ex Nihilo. Uh, It's basically a group of poets around the country that love Jesus and love just kind of like sharing the gospel like through poetry stuff. So It's pretty wild because I never do stuff like this. And this past weekend, we had a retreat in Orlando. And it's funny that then the next week I am going to Orlando. I wish you could have just stayed. For uh, spring break stuff. But it was really, really great. And I will never on the Married with Mouse Ears podcast and Instagram share that stuff. But if you are interested, uh, you should check out just my Instagram because I'm doing more poetry stuff. And it's really fun. And... Some cool opportunities are coming. I think it's awesome that it's like your hobby and now it's getting like a little more, not serious, but just like, yeah, more opportunities are like opening up. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. I thought I, I thought the ship had kind of sailed because I'm like, I'm a dad now. I'm married. I'm established. Even though I'm only 28, it, it's not like I'm that old. Yeah. No, um, you're a youngin. But yeah, so it's been a very fun thing getting to meet new people and get to do what I love doing. That's awesome. So check that out. All right. Do you have any zeros for this week? Well, I don't know if you have a zero, but I guess a joint zero and a zero for all of America is the coronavirus because it might affect like, I mean, it's affecting travel in general. It's like people are talking about it more. It's like becoming a serious thing that we have to think about. 
Um, my mom is on the you better wash Theo's hands every five seconds um, train and bring Clorox wipes on the airplane. On your trip, you saw people wearing face masks on the airplanes. Um, I don't know it how was much really of that. Funny. Yeah, so on my flight to, to Orlando, like a quarter of the plane seemed to have masks on. On the way back from Orlando to Dallas, no, not a single person had a mask on. That is crazy. But yeah, I don't know if it's going to affect the crowds. We probably won't notice it that much at Disney. But all the Disney um, parks in Asia are, are shut down indefinitely until this all blows over, which is really crazy. So here's to hoping we stay healthy, uh, we don't get sick, and we are able to do Disney um, amidst all the craziness. Do you have a zero? It is a little crazy. Okay. My zero is definitely the, the coronavirus. Okay. My zero is also social media. And how we just love spreading, like, I don't know what's real. I don't know how crazy this thing is. Okay. In 2014, there was Ebola. Mm-hmm. Uh, in whatever, we were graduating high, true. high school, swine flu. Yes. Before when, that, SARS. Yes. But then there was this weird stage. I, I was like a like little kid, but mad cow disease hmm. was also something. Do you know that the regular flu has kid has killed ten, tens of thousands of more people in America than the coronavirus? That's terrible. Tens of thousands of people in America have died from the flu, but we're, we're all free, free freaking out about this coronavirus. Well, now, hopefully people got a flu shot. It is like very scary, and I understand that, but I just like I just don't know. So it's like naturally I'm going to freak out, but is my freaking out warranted? I don't know. Yeah, you're not a big one on washing your hands all the time. Well, so this is going to be new territory. The last for you. time we got back from Disney World, Theo got meningalaria. Mm-hmm. Which N- no, it's not meningalaria. Oh wait, no, menage- That's really funny. Men- what in, is men- that? Meningalaria is the fake disease that I made up. This is really funny. I cannot believe I'm exposing myself like this. And like eighth, ninth grade people used to make fun of me a lot for stuttering, so I made up a fake disease called meningalaria <laughs> that. In my mind, made people make fun of me less. Herpingina, yes, is what which sounds gross. It's hand, foot, and mouth disease, but just in your throat, basically. Oh wow, interesting. That's an interesting way of describing it. Yeah, well, that's what the doctor said. Okay, sure. Um, Yeah, yeah. he got that when we got back in November. So we will be washing Theo's hands religiously as much as we can. Yeah, for a baby. All right. Well, on this really depressing note (laughs) to the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Yes, look forward for um, all of our coverage this week while we're in the parks. We like to do um, Instagram stories, Instagram live, um, pictures, obviously. Um, We'll just try to take you along with us for our magical journey. And um, stay tuned for our contest coming up uh, or just our giveaway. Um, Trying to get something fun um, while we're in the parks. So that is on the horizon as well. And in the meantime, if you want to be a fan shout out, leave us a comment or a review. Interact with us while we're on our trip. Um, if we do any polls or anything, we'd love to hear your input. So, and just thanks for being a listener. All right. Thanks. Peace. Bye. Like Tarzan and Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Beat the crook, Captain Hook, and any evil that embarks. If Fady starts to leave his mark, I'll send him to a pit so dark you can't see light. Oh, come here, my Snow White, to have a princess for a wife. Yeah, that'd be alright. Chilling up in the castle all day and night. Girl, you're in the middle.
middle of my circle of life 